Hey, good morning, guys. Welcome to episode six of the Millennial Light Podcast. I'm here with my great co-host, Zach Morrison. Thanks for the introduction, Matt. Today, we're going to be talking about, so you want to be a homeowner. Listen in as we discuss the details on what it takes. Welcome in everybody to another episode of Millennial Light. We have episode six on the docket for you today. Thanks for joining us. My name is Zach Morrison and I'm here with my co-host Matt Smith. Morning everybody. We welcome you in today to a topic that everybody has been asking us to do. Now we are real estate professionals so we do not want to just vomit real estate knowledge on you because that's not why anybody's listening to this podcast. But the audience demands it. I'm sure you've gotten some feedback, Matt, that... I have too. Yeah, they want to hear about it. They want, you know, kind of how do you do this, how do you do that? And that's, you know, that's what we're going to bring you today. Obviously, there's going to be some humor. There's going to be some traditional millennialite banter. But uh, we're going to go over step-by-step how to buy a house. And you guys keep a lookout. There's going to be other episodes on how to do other things in real estate that can, you know, help you make some money. And the great thing is, whether you're in South Florida, Central Florida... You know, maybe you're in Idaho. This is going to help you out. Right. So any of our friends that have traveled all the way to Idaho, make sure you listen in as well. This episode really is going to tell you in five steps how to go from start to finish. And when you're working with a professional, when you're working with somebody who you communicate well with, mm-hmm. it's really not that difficult. That's key. The communication is a huge part of it, like with anything else. So, Matt, what, how long have you been in real estate? Uh, going on two years now. In October? Very nice. What about yourself? I've been in real estate coming up on three years now. Nice. And you know that, that's really important. The reason why we share that with you is you know, a lot of the stuff we talk about, we're not experts on the subject matter, but it's a lot of fun such as, you know, well, I, I guess we could say we're experts on beach trips. <laughs> I think definitely on brunching, no doubt. Yeah, and brunching as no well. No doubt. So we want to bring another level of expertise to you and really let you know how simple it is to become a, home, a homeowner. Right. Right. As long as you follow, you know, the process and you communicate with the professional that you're working with at any capacity, that's really, that's what's important for sure. And it may seem like a daunting task at first to get all your ducks in a row. You know, when it comes to a large investment, you may think that you need to have everything done right away so that you, you don't want to waste anybody's time. But really the main thing is to, to build a team. So we're actually going to mm-hmm. go over a five-step process of how to get from start to finish. And Matt, why don't you go ahead and start us off? So step one is you've got to call your trusted resource, right? You've got to call a realtor. You've got to call a lender, preferably first. I know me and you both like it when they talk to a lender, you know, first step. Or if you're somebody that knows an attorney or, you know, even a CPA or financial advisor, they're going to know people that you could talk to that can help you, you know, assemble that team. So that's actually step two, Zach, if you want to go into that one. Absolutely. So assembling your team, you're going to need a real estate agent, you're going to need a mortgage lender, you're going to need an inspector. And, you know, depending on who you're, what type of property you're going to buy, you're going to want a home warranty. So you're going to want a company that can actually specialize in those things. So now we're a part of the the student loan generation, as some people are calling it. Definitely. Oh, I'm calling it that since (laughs) I went to college. We actually need credit repair. 
Mm-hmm. And there is a resource out there that a lot of people don't know about because there's so many different companies. The marketplace is just flooded with information. Would you agree? Yeah, definitely. And it's flooded with all these different types of people throwing you know, their advertisements at you for sure. Yeah, the market is flooded. Which is clickbait essentially. Mm-hmm. And, and it could be tough because there is so many options. So that's why it's so important for step one, calling your trusted resource. They're going to be able to get you in touch with the power team because that's what we're going to call it. Mm -hmm. They're going to power you from the start all the way to the finish. And it's going to take a lot of headache and stress, you know, out from you having to deal with all of this. And at the end of the day, that's the worst part is having to deal with all this and and be stressed. And this team allows you to not have that stress, which is what it's all about. Now, with this power team, you had mentioned one of the best ways to start is speaking with a mortgage professional. Absolutely. Why is that? So, you know, if you're going to go hunting with a bow, you're not going to go hunting without any arrows, right? So in order to get pre-approved and actually go hunting, have your arrows in your quiver there, you've got to get pre-approved. You've got to know how much you're qualified for, how much you're kind of need to put down, and basically the limits that you're going to be able to to look in, right? When you go, when you go house hunting, house hunting. So the main thing is getting pre-approved and once you start looking, this gives you the ability to, to fire. You're ready to, to aim and fire because you've got arrows in your quiver. So in my opinion, I think Mortgage Lender is the best place to start, for sure. I agree, and it's not a bad idea to to start with one person, really get an understanding if you have that connection with mm-hmm. them, and then shop around. Absolutely. I mean, we're, we're in an age where, again, information is everywhere, but don't let your, your rate, your interest rate that that mortgage professional is gonna give you whoever it may be, don't let that be the sole determining factor because in this business, we've seen mm-hmm. too many times deals fall apart because a, a lender will over-promise and yeah, under-deliver. under-deliver. Yep. So whether they under, under-deliver in saying that they can get you a, a mortgage and then in the 15th day, you find out that, oh, well, these student loans that they didn't account for, right. that's not gonna allow you to get the mortgage. Or they tell you that your closing cost dollars. Now, I know I'm getting a little technical here, but. No, but it, it's good. And it brings up other points that we can we can discuss as well. It's very good. So that closing cost dollar amount, if they say it's going to be X amount and now it's more, well, do you have the extra funds to make sure that you can actually close on the property? Push because the last thing you want to do and <laughs> you know, in the last minute is yeah. scramble for extra dollars. And we've seen it. We've seen it on quite a few transactions. And that's, again, why it's so important so important to have that power team, that that team that's going to make sure that you're full of knowledge with the subject and that you're prepared for everything that is ahead. Right. And just two points real quick. You know, that makes sure that you're protected as well. But going forward, make sure you get a pre-approval, not a pre-qualification. A lot of these, you know, big online places will give you a real quick pre-qual without putting in any information, you want a pre-approval. Pre-qualification is not an error. You want a pre-approval. You want to know how much you're approved for and be ready to go and put an offer in a property that you like and just move forward with that. And the other thing that just, I can't stress this enough, read everything yourself. Read it. You know, it's one thing having a team and put it in place, but you've got to know what's going on too. And you've got to, like Zach was talking about, you've got to make sure that, you know, something isn't going to change after 15 days or you're not going to be responsible to put in more money. So it's really important that you read all these documents yourself as well. Yeah, that's a great point. So that the people can be familiar with the difference between a pre-qualification and a pre-approval. Why don't you go ahead and expand upon that? So the big difference in my eyes, and you can obviously add something if you have a difference as well, is this is the credit pool. So pre-qual, a lot of times they're not going to pull credit. They're not going to pull financials. It's just going to be like, okay, this person is alive. They're employed. They can buy a $300,000 house. 
Well, pre-approval, they're pulling your credit, they're putting in bank statements, and they're seeing that you have the cash and the equity in the back to back up this transaction. So it's really important that you get a pre-approval and not a pre-qualification. And you make a great point there. So you say that you know there's more work done on the lender's part up mm -hmm. front, and there's gonna be more work done on your part as well. I mean, let's, let's step back. We live in a society where we want everything right away. Yeah. We live in a convenience <laughs> society where Very we're true. willing to pay extra for convenience. So it can be a bit of a hassle you know, while you're doing it. So right. when I say while you're pulling your documents for the lender. So if you do this pre-approval work up front, when you go to find that property, you can move much faster. Right. So I wanna make sure that, and expand on your point, where the pre-approval, so he mentioned, pull the credit, get your bank statements from your bank over to your lender. They're also going to be verifying your income from your W-2. Mm -hmm. Now, let's go ahead and, and pause right there to touch out to the entrepreneurs, the salesmen, the 1099 <laughs> employees. Very good point, yes. It, you have to be aware, and it's you, you may not know until you actually go to right. purchase the property, purchase a property and get pre-approved. If you're 1099, you're going to need two years mm -hmm. of tax statements. And that is actually going to what is going to be what helps you get pre-approved for the mortgage. So business owners, the model is write as much office as Absolutely. possible. Buying a house, not so much. You might have to do something <laughs> a little different. Show right. that you're actually earning a good amount of money mm -hmm. so you can get approved for the loan that you want. Absolutely. That's a great point. I'm so glad you brought that up. We've touched, we've touched a good amount on the, mm -hmm. on the lending side now. Uh, what do you as an agent, Matt, want to discuss when you're meeting with a, a buyer for the very first time and having that, that meeting that really is deciding, for one, if you're a good fit to work together right. and making sure that you understand their needs so that you can be a part of their team? So that's the big thing, like you said right there. I need to understand their needs. You know, I need to understand what's motivating them to move. I need to understand if there's, you know, another asset that they need to dispose of prior to moving in, AKA, you know, sell a house or a townhome. I need to understand if they're locked into a lease in an apartment complex that they're gonna potentially need to get out of. You know, I need to understand if they're expecting a baby on the way or, you know, mom may be moving back in, how many houses or rooms in the house they're gonna need. If they like to cook, if a kitchen is gonna be important to them, you know, yard, land, whether or not they want an HOA. All these things are things that I need to need, need to know, you know, going into it so that we can make sure that we put the right houses in front of you to go look at them. Because there's a lot out there, believe it or not. You know, there's a lot out there and you, you don't want to be overwhelmed. I've seen people get overwhelmed before. So in the central and south Florida markets, the great thing about our cities, our towns, our communities mm -hmm. is that there's so many great places to live. Absolutely. So when a, when a, prospective buyer, right, the, the customer, the client is, you know, they know that they want three bedrooms, they know that they want two bathrooms, they want single family home. Okay, well, what part of town do you want to live in? Do you right. want to live close to where you work? Or do you want to live close to where you want to play? Right, you know, do you spend want your land? extra time? Yeah, do you want land? So mm -hmm. these are all things to think about beforehand. Now, of course, you know, you're going to want to see what properties are out there. But mm -hmm. it's good to have those thoughts in mind already. So that again, when you're ready to, to get that property, you can move mm -hmm. quickly. Absolutely, and that's, that's very important in this market, as we've both touched on before. Uh, step three in this five-step process is know what you want and go for it. So we just touched on that. Mm -hmm. Know who your agent is, and there's a saying that, that I really like. If, you're, if you have many agents working for you, you actually have no agents working, working for you. 
So the agent wants to give you their, their dedicated service, but if they don't have your dedicated uh, customer relationship, then What's their incentive? there's going to be a distrust right. there. There's, there's right. also going to be a lack of service. So having the agent, so knowing what team you want, having the lender, having the inspector that you want so that when you get the property, mm -hmm. you can get the inspection scheduled within a couple of days. Right, insurance. A lot of, you know, you're going to need a, an insurance agent to get a policy on that house. Home warranty like you touched on. You know, these are all people that if you assembled it earlier, you already have it. Once you find the house, you're ready to go. Knowing what you want and going for it, what can people expect when they go out to look for houses, right? We've had the consultation meetings with uh -huh. the agent, the lender. Uh, now it's time to actually go out, have some fun and look at some properties. What can they expect? Well, at least in my opinion, they can definitely expect that the houses will probably look different than the pictures online. Things hardly ever look as good in person as they do online. Sometimes they do, but you know, just kind of taper your expectations a smidge based on you know the perfection that you saw online to what you're going to see in person. You know, understand too that if you're not in the absolute top budget and you want to live in the top budget area, you know, the house isn't going to be perfect. There's going to be things that you're potentially going to have to do to it. You know, paint on the walls, that's an easy fix. Right? You want to look for, for big three when mm -hmm. you're looking at them. So you want to look at the AC, you want to make sure that's in good condition. The roof, you want to make sure that's in good condition. And the water heater, you want to make sure that's, good, that's in good condition. Also, you want to look at electrical and you want to look at plumbing. Because these are all things that are not only big ticket items, on the lending side, they can hold up financing. So those are all things that you know your agent should be aware of and looking for, but those are the things that you want to look at for the house. The rest of it, you know, for the most part, is an easy fix. Now you bring up great points as far as those are big ticket items. Mm -hmm. And when looking at properties, you know, you, you said that, you know, if the paint isn't right, well, you can change that. Right. So when going out and looking at properties, what are the things that you cannot change? Right. Now, are you okay with those things? If you can't change the location, mm -hmm. you know, of course you can move around some walls on the inside if you have the right. budget and if you have right. a, a contractor who knows what they're doing. However, if you don't have that budget, are you okay with the layout? Right. That's a huge point. So know what you want and go for it. Know the location, know the mm -hmm. layout of the house. Now, of course, it might take a few properties to look yeah, at before you know. But you know, and it's easier to know, you know, you can't find what you're looking for if you don't know what you're looking for. That's right. And when you go out and you thought you know what you lo were looking for, you can adjust because Absolutely. you already have that picture in mind. Absolutely. So now that the buyer uh, has found a property that they're mm -hmm. ready to go for, that they really like it, what's next? You, I mean, obviously you're pre-approved at this point. <laughs> you find a house you like, you want to put an offer on it, you know, you're going to draw up a contract and it's going to be submitted. So obviously in this market, you're probably going to be going against, you know, other people most likely. So you need to submit the best offer you can on paper. Zach, what are some quick tips that, you know, you give your clients to submit the best, most attractive offer the first time around? So no, that's a great question. Know what you want out of this. Is it a property <laughs> that huge. you're only... You know, you're only going after because you think you could get a good price on it. Well, then throw out a, an offer that you'd be okay with walking into that property. So if you are going after a property that you absolutely love, right? It's within 10 days on the market. Mm -hmm. So it's getting the most amount of exposure that it's going to have because everybody looking for properties is going to no know that that property came on the market. So if there's a property that you really want to go for, allow your agent to negotiate for you. Don't fall in love with the house until the documents 
till the final documents are signed and right. the keys are in your hand. And that's hard. We get that that's hard. And you know, we're coming in from a different perspective, but that's really, really important is you don't fall in love with the property until you have the keys in your hand. And the reason being is we have to be able to negotiate for you. Right. Now, if you say, get me this house, no matter what, mm -hmm. of course, we're gonna have your best interest in mind. And the agent that you choose should have the best interest in your mind. Absolutely. So some, some key things within the, the offer to purchase you wanna look at is how fast can you close? You know, are you, do you have a lender that can close in 30 days or do you have cash that you can close in 10 to 15 days? Mm -hmm. What's your inspection period? So just to touch on this for a That's brief a moment, contact. the inspection period on a, again, technical term as is contract, let's say you have 10 days, you have 10 days to inspect the property and back out for any reason. So maybe there's a bad AC system, you don't even wanna to have to worry about it. You can back out of the contract. Right. So sellers are going to be looking for anywhere from a seven to 10 day, maybe 12 day inspection period. Mm -hmm. 15 is the max you would really want to do. And what type of loan are you using? Right, So big a, point. A listing agent that's representing a seller, these are all things that they're going to be highlighting when your offer is presented to the seller. So is it FHA financing? Is it conventional financing? How much money are you putting down mm -hmm. as a down payment? And how much money is being set aside for an escrow deposit that shows good faith? Right. Which is generally either $2,000 or 1% of, of the purchase price. price. Yep. Do you think I missed anything? Is there anything else that the people should look out for? No, just really on the as is contract, if you're worried about you know having to go through this purchase or you're not totally happy, there's really two periods that one of which Zach really highlighted on. You know you can kind of get out whenever, and that's the inspection period and the loan approval period. You know we're not going to go into loan approval period because neither one of us is lenders, but you know that's another time period that you need to watch for on the contract. So when you're in that inspection window, if for any reason you want to get out, that's really your time period to get out. So certainly be cognizant of that. You know and ask your ask your agent. You know. How long is my inspection period? How long do we have? This is why you wanna have that power team in place. Right. Now, from an agent, man oh man, it is so bad to go ahead and call up the lender and get a voicemail, send an email, mm -hmm. not get a response. I mean, communication is key, guys. It's huge. It is. Now, I, I mean, communication is key. Again, go ahead and like, comment, follow, share, mm -hmm. millennial Please. light. And, and reach out to us. Let, us. let us know what you think. If there was questions that you still have that we didn't answer, let us know. If there's a particular portion of this that you find interesting and you want to know more about, let us know. We'll do another, we'll do a whole segment on it. And we'll go ahead and we want to create a community where you mm -hmm. can jump on the social media, post a comment, get answers, and then be able to interact with people who have the right. same questions. So we're, we're building a community that you can trust and you can reach out and make sure that your questions get answered. Now it's time you found that perfect property, you've worked out the terms with the agent that you want to offer. Now it's time for step four, get it under contract mm -hmm. and ride the wave. Ride the wave, and that's a great way to phrase it like that, Zach. Why, why do you phrase it that way? I phrase it that way because as somebody who's buying a home for the first time, or maybe even buying a home for the first time in a while, these are all periods that for you may seem like an eternity. You know, mm -hmm. you submit an offer. Oh man, are they going to accept my, my agreement? Am I going to receive a counter offer? Are they going to reject my offer? These are a lot it's of nerve wracking. There's a lot of emotions that can there go is. into it if, yeah, if you're not in the business. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, saying that, yeah, that I've really taken accustomed to is a minor surgery 
to a doctor is a major surgery to a patient who is being performed on. <laughs> and it's I completely understand that. And that's why we have compassion within this business. It is our job to make sure we deliver the facts right. and help you ride that wave. So let's, let's go ahead and fast forward. Terms are agreed upon by the buyer and the seller, and now we're under contract. So this may be a 30-day to a 45-day mm -hmm. period until you're that much closer to being a homeowner. Yeah, and you're excited, I'm sure, at this point. I know, I know I'm know, i excited every time I, I get in that position with a client. So it's an exciting time, but like Zach said, you know, you definitely need to, to take a step back and you know not envision yourself living in this house and start thinking that way until you literally have the keys in your hand. And it's great to prepare for everything right. along the way. So you're asking questions to your lender. Do you need anything from me? You're asking your agent, do you need anything from me? Now, when you have those good professionals around you, mm -hmm. they're probably beating you to the punch and asking you they for everything be. up front. Right, they should be. So riding the wave, it, it can get repetitive. Mm -hmm. Within the mortgage process, you have somebody who's going to be asking you for a lot of documents. They may ask you for a document more than once and it's frustrating, right? Because People are probing your financials. Mm -hmm. You have work, you, you have your own life to deal with. I understand it can get busy. So have some patience and understanding, but keep these people accountable all at the same time, continue to ride that wave. So within the, what are the major steps in this 30, we'll go ahead and go with the 30 day period. What are the major steps within this 30 day period that people can expect to ride the wave and be that much closer to owning the house? Well, obviously, like we touched on, you've got the inspection period. So you got to get in there. You got to have your inspector look at the property, make sure everything's good, make sure you don't want to, you know, renegotiate at any point, which at the end of the inspection period, that's traditionally the renegotiation phase. So that's a big one. That's probably your, your most important, wouldn't you agree, I phase would, in there? Absolutely. Due diligence. Your due is, diligence. You know, exactly is the right. proper term that you'll see in, in the contract as well as you'll hear in the, right. in the industry. Due diligence is very important. Know what you're getting into mm -hmm. and be happy with what you're getting into. Read, like we said earlier, read. You know, there's there's nothing wrong with you reading it as well. And if you have questions, ask your team. That's why they're in place. You know, if somebody doesn't want an answer in question, you need to think why. So it's really important that you read your stuff yourself. Uh, the next one, obviously, if you're doing a conventional VHA or FHA, any kind of those loans, the next point that's gonna be important is the appraisal. Do you wanna go into the appraisal with them, Zach? With the appraisal, absolutely. Yeah. I'll go ahead and expand upon that. Yeah. So the appraisal, this is something that is ordered by your lender. Right. You're the one who pays for it, and it's a, usually a cost that's out of pocket up front. Mm -hmm. So let me just, since we're talking about out of pocket costs, let's just go ahead and touch on that. You're gonna pay for your inspection out of pocket, and you're gonna pay for your appraisal out of pocket. So the appraisal being ordered by the lender, it's to make sure that yourself as well as the lender is getting into an asset that is worth the amount that you offer to pay for it. Right. So an appraiser, a third party appraiser goes out to the property and they assess that property and the properties around it that have recently sold and decide if it's a fair market value for what the contract price is on the property. So when that comes back, if it appraises over value, of the contract price, everything's good. Mm -hmm. If it appraises under value of the contract price, that is where you turn back to your real estate professionals and you work out a solution. We're not gonna get into that here that because- could be, That could be another, uh, another episode for sure. But that's another point in the contract that you're gonna wanna be aware of. 
because that's that's a point that sometimes can cause contention. So that's one point. Like we talked about the you know loan approval period. Mm -hmm. You need to make sure that you know your lender's working and gets everything done within that window, right? Absolutely. And now that the let's go ahead and jump past the the loan approval right. period. You know the appraisal comes back well. All the documents mm -hmm. were good. Inspections good. Inspections good. Now you get to go to the final walkthrough mm -hmm. just before the closing of the home because you. It's, it, why is it so important, man? Because I, I mean, I chuckle because it's it's happened. You, you can't you can't just assume that everything is the way you want it to be. Right. There's no assuming anything in this business. Protect your assets mm -hmm. you <laughs> and your future assets. Right. So you want to walk through one. I always think if you're going to put an offer in on the house before you even do that, you take pictures of the way things were because I've been to multiple walkthroughs where. You know, there was a curtain or something like that that was supposed to stay and it was specified in the contract and they just took it with them. So you need to definitely make sure that you're taking pictures and making sure things are the way that they were when you put the contract in. So you do the final walkthrough, you make sure everything is the way it's supposed to be, you make sure everything that was needed to be removed is removed. You know, you make sure that the house hasn't to have a massive leak or there isn't a huge hole in the roof because you know, once you sign on that line, you sign on that line. So the final walkthrough is really important. What, what points do you want to highlight on that? So if it's a vacant property, there really shouldn't be too much concern. The walkthrough will mm -hmm. most likely be pretty fast. Now, if it's an owner occupied when the offer and you know acceptance of the offer was put in, then you're going to be looking at, was the house left in an acceptable condition right. livable condition yeah. is there condition. is there a ton of furniture left in the house are the cap are the kitchen cabinets filled with cans and spices and right. you know if, if that's the case well maybe there's going to have to be something worked out to where there's a cleaning fee mm -hmm. you know left by the seller basically what we're saying is walk through and make sure that the property is in acceptable condition because right. as Matt touched upon go to the title company to close on the property it's yours mhm mm <laughs> With everything that that entails. All right. <laughs> Absolutely. Zach, what's what's the last step right now? The big one. Step five. You're a homeowner. Congratulations. You've passed all the tests. You've checked all the boxes. You've got the keys in your hand. You're ready to move in. And it's an exciting time. And it is. Really, this is when the work starts. This is yeah. when moving. This is when moving happens. You're getting your locks changed because mm -hmm. that's important. You want to make sure that your house is secure. Of course, right? Getting all the utilities set right. up. Everything switched over for sure. And my favorite part, the housewarming party. You do the housewarming party, the housewarming barbecue. That's always the best part, Zach. I have this talk with, with customers, clients, and just, I mean, anybody in general, because I think it, I think it's funny when somebody moves into a house and a year later they throw a housewarming party. And it happens a lot more than you would think. Because <laughs> like you said, this is when the work starts. So people can get overwhelmed. You know, you've still got your job, the rest of your life going on, you've got to move into a house. So a lot more happens. And there's two, I, I've come to notice that there's two ways that people think about housewarming parties. Either you have what you need, which is a grill mm -hmm. and a cooler to throw that party in the backyard. Right, right. Or you want your house to look great. You want to have it very nice and really, you know, comforting and accommodating to everybody. Right. I have right. a guess which which side of the coin you fall on. I don't know, man. It depends on who's coming over to the party. If it's just a bunch of my buddies, you know, we've got the grill, the cooler, maybe even just order some pizza. But you know, if you're having more people over, yeah, I would like it. I'd like it to be ready. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Yeah. For now, sure. I can understand that. 
like I like the rawness of a backyard cookout. Mm-hmm. I, ca- I can't lie. It's fun. It's it is. It's food. a lot of fun. There's no pressure. There's no expectations. Hey, I just moved into a property mm-hmm. 30 days ago. Come on over, guys. Who knows? I may even B-Y-O-B. put you to work and uh, help yeah. you help <laughs> have you help paint. me move some boxes. There you go. So I, I really enjoy when the house parties happen soon. The excitement is there from mm-hmm. still purchasing the property within sure. you know, 30, 60, 90 days, whatever it is. Well, now you're a homeowner and the real work begins, mowing the grass. Mm-hmm. Maintenance of the property, like he said, you know, dealing with the neighbors, potentially dealing with the HOA. You know, these are all things that you're gonna have to deal with. And that's where the fun begins because right. you don't have a landlord telling you what you can and cannot do to you're the property. The right. Hey, you're the boss. You're the landlord. And you know, that's potentially something that, you know, we'll touch on in a further episode is maintenance of the property, how to keep your asset looking good, how to increase the value of the asset. So if those are things you guys want to know, please reach out to us and and let us know. And if there's anything that you feel that we missed or you Mm -hmm. want some more information on, feel free to send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. You know, or or if it's a question that you think that would be great to benefit Mm -hmm. all the listeners, go ahead and leave us a comment. We look forward to hearing from you and we look forward to speaking to you more about real estate in the future. We make sure that we, we keep some fun topics in the meantime. Absolutely, absolutely. Zach, do you have anything else to add for him or are you good today? So you want to be a homeowner. <laughs> Contact us for a great start and a great opinion to your journey of homeownership. And at least we can get you on the right foot. Yep, put you in the right direction. So thanks so much for listening, guys, and we'll talk to you soon. Millennial Light, out, out. <laughs>